What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG and MHS Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Okay, this podcast is going to be a really small one, and uh, I kind of wanted to try something different here. Um, I have a bit of a special, I'm not going to call it a special comment, but this is more of a uh, analysis on the state of the NBA and what I see as some of its systemic issues um, that are facing it right now. This is a state of the league kind of uh, narrative. So actually, I'm going, I I wrote this out. So I'm going to be, you're not going to hear my usual ums and ahs here. Uh, I'm going from a script here. uh, And uh, once it's done, it's done. And there's going to be no ad break in this. There's no none of that in the middle. This is just me commenting on the state of the NBA as it is right now. So uh, I'm going to get started and talk about it right now. The MVP award is not about defense. Never has been and quite frankly never will be. Just saying this to quash any of the recent uh, converts to the notion that rim protection is somehow the defining factor in the most valuable player award. On the flip side, the MVP award has always been about narrative and who quote-unquote likes you. In 2023, more people like Joel Embiid than Nikola Jokic or Giannis for that matter. This is why Joel Embiid will win the award, most likely. Nuggets fans need to accept this and look fondly upon the previous two seasons when Jokic won the award himself. It meant more people liked him then. Congratulations to to Joel Embiid and the Sixers fans who have desperately wanted this for him the last four seasons. One of the most dismaying elements of the MVP debate, and quite frankly modern debate in general, is the advent of the 24-hour news slash, in the case of uh, the NBA, sports news, combined with Twitter discourse. Twitter, the drunk at the bar who thinks his opinion matters so much that he will scream it loudly enough for the people sitting in the back of the the next restaurant over to hear it. That is Twitter. The toxicity of the MVP discourse stems from multiple factors that have been discussed previously on this podcast. I'm just not going to go over them again. I'll reiterate that getting the NBA as far away from the big agency-dominated ESPN should be essential in the league's next media rights deal. There are legit and well-meaning news reporters at ESPN who are drowned out by the narrative-pushing postseason player award agendas and bad-faith posturing. The NBA needs to make a clean break for its own good. Largely, though, one fissure and one could argue biggest fault line is the league's reliance on players choosing to promote themselves in lieu of what should otherwise be a league-wide campaign. We have been told over and over that the talent in the NBA is beyond what we have seen, and you wouldn't know it if you took a look at what the league and its partners promote. In the 1990s, Michael Jordan made it easy for the league to push him. He was the most popular sports figure in the world and was racking up titles. Post-Jordan, the NBA has looked for that transcendent figure to make it easy on them to basic and basically settled on LeBron James, who was rewarded them off and on, but not nearly as consistent as Jordan. LeBron has, le- LeBron has longevity and the undisputed greatness, but not the sheer awe-inspiring dominance that Jordan had. The NBA finds itself right now in some sort of weird crossroads where they were, where they were at post-Jordan. The biggest difference is there are stars aplenty right now, and in the early 20- 2000s, it was 
Shaq, Kobe, and Allen Iverson. And basically, the league had reservations about promoting Allen Iverson to this extremely conservative, white-dominated viewing public, which has changed significantly in the intervening 20 years. The league got itself into a huge rut by being lazy and relying on the players to, quote, do it themselves. These get, go, get those endorsements and make our lives simpler by being in commercials. Promote yourself, young man, and we will put you in our pre-game push. That is, it is laziness that is crippling the league. They want stars, but they don't want to put much effort out there into making sure people know about them. Jokic, who notoriously eschews any sort of American endorsement opportunities and prefers to have a, quote, just do your job and go back to Serbia approach, is largely hurt by this league laziness, but he also brought this lack of notoriety on himself. Even in 2023, with the proliferation of league pass and highlight packages available seemingly immediately after a game's conclusion, it is extremely clear that the majority of NBA fans don't watch Jokic, and I dare say there has not been a, a, there's not an insignificant portion who have only seen a handful of highlights. Jokic isn't in their commercials. Not on their shoes. Not in front of their faces. And it's by his choice, folks. While most of us decry the very American notion of crass commercialism, we also kind of like it. We want these things in front of our eyeballs. Much in the same way that KSE has likely lost a significant per, uh, portion of its Denver Nuggets fan base by simply not being on the air for the last four years, the same can be true of Jokic. He is not a brand by his own choice, and the league, essentially, wants players to be a brand. Endorse whatever shoe or drink product. Jokic has no interest in this, and by unfortunate extension, the NBA viewing public has no interest in him. Of course, none of this has anything to do with basketball. You know, the actual game. The MVP discussion and its subsequent toxicity is a reflection on how online the NBA really is and how lazy they have become. I could make a very convincing argument for Joel Embiid to win the MVP right now. He will win the award, mind you. Yet, the active and slimy takedown campaign of Jokic was completely unnecessary and tainted this year's award and to an enormous extent. If the NBA wasn't so damn lazy in its promoting its own players, would it have got to this extent? I honestly don't know. In the grand scheme of things, the NBA should be in its best place ever, with extended labor peace and stars out the ass. It's decidedly not. The MVP toxicity this year is an extension of how the league abdicated responsibility for its own league and the player recognition that goes with it. And they've been clinging to the somewhat less relevant shadow of LeBron James. This is why you see pie-eyed talking heads on ESPN talk about how the play-in Los Angeles Lakers should be the team to beat in the West, or how the 9-30 on the road Warriors are about to go on the run. They are clinging to their past because the, MVP, the, N the NBA has done a piss-poor job of providing them their future. The league has Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Luka, SGA, Lillard, Tatum, and a whole bunch more. Meanwhile, we get a heavy, heavy doses of LeBron James of calves 
And will freaking Andrew Wiggins play? It's all so boring, and I don't blame people for not giving a shit. As a lifelong fan of the league, it pains me to say this. How can one sports league be so goddamn lazy is beyond comprehension. It's been hard to watch this season because Twitter narratives over, overtook analysis. Agendas overtook objectivity. And descended it into a toxic and unbelievably cynical morass. Player contracts tied to media votes on awards and uh, recipe and is a recipe for media manipulation. And I can't help but think that is where we are at. I have watched the league since 1987, and this is the most disgusted I have ever been. I've not quite seen the level of abject laziness combined with awards pushing that we have seen. It has made me extremely cynical about watching what unfolds. In a time where I should be celebrating a Nuggets team getting the first seed in the Western Conference for the first time in their NBA history, I look at the league and think, what are they going to do to promote it? Do they care? Well, they probably do. But they want Nikola Jokic to get out there and get a, a shoe. They want him to get out there and maybe promote a cola. Maybe have some apparel. Jokic has no interest in this. And it's kind of a self-inflicted wound. But when you go down to its core and you really think about it, it kind of makes you sick. And it makes you wonder how long this is sustainable for a league that is built entirely on stars. Abdicating responsibility to promote those who are in your league is not sustainable. The NBA has become far too online, far too hooked to YouTube far too hooked to Twitter. They need to find a way to get to the largest audience possible. And they need to find a way to promote the stars that populate their entire league. And if they don't do that, they will find themselves in the same place as Major League Baseball. Thank you all for joining me in the latest Morecast. I'll be back soon with another episode. Bye.